Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Goodins. I hope I run well. Today is a another ranking for you guys because it is time to rank all five July 2021 new releases that I saw from the worst to the best. Obviously I've not seen every single July 2021 release. I've been trying to focus on so much more stuff including... The Smarticus Showdown's next event, which I'm really, really looking forward to being announced over the day in the next coming podcast. So make sure you favour and follow so you know all about that. But obviously there's so much to discuss here, so much to co- to talk about. Obviously, with a month like July in the summer, summer holidays, there's going to be a lot of big movie releases. And that is exactly why I cannot wait to be talking about uh, these movies here today because there are some big commercially successful movies. One final thing before I have to say, guys, this is just my opinion. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Make sure you go over to my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast, so you never miss any uploads. Um, obviously, I've been a little bit slow recently with, with, with certain stuff. So make sure, um, you know, you stick by me and favour and follow, and obviously, you know, look on the instagram because that'd be absolutely fantastic if you could so let's get into this ranking as i rank all five july 2021 new releases that i saw from the worst to the best starting with coming at number five is space jam a new legacy basketball mvp lebron james stars in this animated sports comedy and based on obviously the Looney Tunes. For me, this is one of the most overhyped sequels and movies. The basketball element is the only thing that attracts certain fans. I'm a big basketball fan. I like to watch it, you know, live. But I'm not a big fan of doing that, especially when you have the Looney Tunes coming in and making it all very, very silly. But the story, the animation, the characters were not redeeming at all. All making it a hard working film to get through. They fully cramped the characters and were spoiled in every marketing element. Because of obviously the HBO Max, Warner Brothers do I felt like with all the advertising that we saw, it was frustrated because it didn't feel like it was giving me a new entity. I've not seen the first one and I don't think I will do because this one has, has left a bad taste in my mouth in terms of the movie. Coming at number four is The Boss Baby 2 Family Business. Alec Baldwin voices The Boss in the DreamWorks animation sequel. And this one is an intriguing story. It complements the first film. It has some decent progression with the characters, which I think was great. The comedy was there, but the small new members left with good character progression with our leads. But there's not really much of a target audience in this one. Goldblum's character was not interesting at all. And this really knocked it down for me. So whilst it was a decent one, DreamWorks had done so much better with sequels than this one missing, missing out on the top two for me is jungle cruise dwayne johnson and emily blood start in this jungle adventure based on the theme park attraction for me this film is a fast-paced and moving adventure film that is beautifully shot and equally acted dwayne johnson and emily blood have great chemistry the supporting heroes played a great part in progressing the story but not taking the focus away from our two leads however the villains were swapping around far too much the ending was very very dragged out furthermore i was a really big fan of the subtle references to the theme park attraction because the last time disney really did that was pirates of the caribbean and if you look at that you don't really see that link which i wasn't the biggest fan of 
Coming in at number two is Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson finally starred as the lead character in the first film of Phase 4. And for me, this is just another solid MCU movie within their ranks. Johansson brings another great performance. She has a solid supporting cast. Florence Pugh was the standout of that one. And David Harbour giving us some great comedic moments. Despite the all-out spy action, there were deeper connections within the story and the character chemistry. Uh, was was fantastic but for me that's not the sole focus they definitely continued with the common themes and genres the mcu has explored over the last 13 years taskmaster is once again a very generic villain but ends in a very good way to keep up with um natasha romanoff's narrative and also you know building upon more stories i won't spoil check out our review for that though but coming at number one is The Suicide Squad. James Gunn directs the 10th film in the DC Extended Universe. And this one is another example of how DC can creatively introduce characters into their film, making them support a great story and action sequences. The film was far better than the first film and it handled the genres very, very well. And all the characters felt very, very meaningful and subtly got a backstory as well as putting them prominent in the main storyline. It was another solid DCU movie and I thought they had been once again massively consistent. So that's it for the ranking of all five July 2021 releases that I saw. Sorry that this is such a short podcast but a lot of different moving parts are doing on the channel as well really really looking forward to making some more new big announcements in the next coming days but obviously make sure you favor and follow so you don't miss things like reviews rank other rankings top tens somebody showed our trailer breakdowns all of that is a massive massive thing i don't know what my next podcast will be about but everything that you love see you in a bit